Welcome to Young Everyday Black Woman, the podcast. This is a platform for me to express and explain the thoughts, conversations, and adventures young black women go through every day. I'm your host, Courtney Hancock. I'm a student at the Elizabeth City State University, where I am majoring in digital media. Hailing from the Charm City, Ravens Nation, or as many of you may call it, Be More, Baltimore, Maryland. This podcast will discuss things from social and Black issues, self-care and self-love, to dating and other relationships. My goal is that you start glowing, growing, and goaling right along with me as I continue on my journey. Oh, and if you don't have your goals written down for the next month, nevertheless the next week, take a pause, write them down, then press play again and listen. Trust me, this will help. It's your virtual confidant, your sis, your young, everyday black woman. Hey, you guys. And once again, you're listening to Young Everyday Black Woman, the podcast. Um, I hope you all had a wonderful January or, you know, you felt as though January has changed you or, you know, it was like, I'm not ready for this new year yet. Let's give it till February because that's just sort of kind of how I felt. Um... You know, February is a good month. It's Black History Month. February is, you know, for all the lovers, Valentine's Day and all of these great things that come with February. And it's like a restart. Um, But then you've got February the 20th, which is an amazing day because it's my birthday. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, my birthday is this month. And I don't know. I always get this overwhelmingness when it comes down to my birthday or this inner sadness or just this uh, attitude and I hate it um I really I really cannot explain it always for the past couple of years it's been November through February something bad happens like especially with guys and that always kind of like puts a damper in things um because for me when you know, something is over or a situation has been deaded. It's like, I don't know. I feel something inside of me that it, in a weird way, it just makes me want to go harder for everything in my life. And so, you know, I'll be very honest and transparent with you guys. I had one of those moments and it just felt crazy. Uh, at the end of the day, all of these situationships and situations and people that we talk to or whatever we do with them, they change us they mold us they make us into who we are as people and if they hit you where it hurts they will change you in a sense of how you think what you want to (laughs) do you know like how will I not let this happen to me again stuff like that so I was just in one of those situations and it honestly just made me so happy you know to be out of it because as you get older, you don't have time for the games and you don't definitely do not have times for let's just play this out type stuff. You know, it, it, it was cute when we was in our 19, maybe 20. But it's like when you get I don't know for me when it was like when you get 21, I don't have time no more. And, you know, and sometimes you go back to that time where you was like, OK, whatever. But, you know, just. When I sat back and I was like, girl, you're about to be 22. You don't have time for this. You know, it was just like, this needs to stop. Um, I don't even know where I was going with this. Y'all. 
But um, yeah, I don't know. You know, so anyways, all in all, just take February as a restart, you know, a time to restart your year, you know, like make this your new year. Um, Yeah, that's just the way I feel about it. So just a little bit of rundown about this episode and what I want it to be about and how I want it to resonate with you all is that I really, I've talked about it being about Jasmine Sullivan's hotels and I'll get into that when I talk about her hotels, um, the album, the tales within the album and all of that and the music that goes with it. Um, I'll talk about that and I'll talk about how real that is for women. But outside of that, I just wanted to talk about, and it's something that I address a lot about fitting the mold or, you know, the challenges that women face and this, that, and the third. But it's just some things like I've been listening to, some things that I've been seeing, um, some things from social media. And it's like, this is a conversation that needs to be had once again. And I feel like it's a conversation that shouldn't not be had. You know, like it's not a conversation that should stop. Like, oh, we talk about it once and we never talk about it again because things happen. Things change all the time. And and that's just life. That's, that's the realness of this world that we live in and these minds that we have. So um, I want to talk about this because something this this week, the past week, just hurt my heart so bad. It had absolutely nothing to do with me. But I literally cried because and a little ugly cry because I had someone that was telling me how someone in their life, someone in their life made them feel less attractive than what they truly are. And when I tell you this is a beautiful young lady, this is a beautiful young lady, like one of the most prettiest women I have ever have gotten to know um, in all of that. Like, it's all of that. You know what I'm saying? So when I heard that, it hurt my heart and it makes me want to cry right now. But it really, 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 really hurt my heart and it hurt my feelings because no woman should ever feel like they are not beautiful inside or out by what another woman is saying or what another woman is putting into you that's not fair you know so what I challenge each and every one of you is to be a good friend you know what I mean to to be good friends to people and to never seek to hurt their feelings or never seek to try to in some strange way when you ain't to put yourself above them or anything like that you know, and what that all is, is at the end of the day, it's a lot of jealousy and it's a lot of hate and anger that you have built up inside of you to make someone else feel that way. And use a sucker for that. And that's just how I feel. It's, it's, it's just, you don't do that. When you're going through your own insecurities and you are going through your own stuff, that's between you and God, your inner self, all of that. They don't have nothing to do with the people around you in a sense. You know, you don't project that into other people because now what you've done is put your insecurities on them in a way that they shouldn't even feel that way you know what I mean so just watch the words that you speak to your peers to the people around you no matter if this is just a person you work with and you have conversations with them every day whomever it is in your life someone that you constantly talk to do not speak negativity into them speak positivity into them because that's that's what true true people do. That's what real people do. You don't do that. That again, a sucker. But anyway, <laughs> um that 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 hurt and yeah. So it's just so much. We as women, we're already challenged with trying to fit a mold, trying to fit into these, you know, and 
just boxes and these images, these social media stuff. And I can say that I felt that way, you know, before and, and currently. Like, it's sometimes, it's some girls I see on social media. And I'd be like, I'm only getting 100 and something likes, you know, 200 likes, you know. They're getting six and 700 likes because they got their ass out. And what I have to realize, and I have to constantly speak into myself. And it's like I talk about the, I say so much, like, she cute or how she get. But at the end of the day, I know, I know the realness of it. Um but it just be like they be having their ass out and i have to realize that's not me that's not what i do you know i don't i don't post pictures with my ass out turned around so you can see it and it's poking or whatever at the end of the day that ass is not for everybody so why do i have to keep it poking out on social media if you really think about it like that ass supposed to be for one person so it's like why you gotta poke all your ass out for everybody and if somebody just wants you for your ass or the shit that you wear then that ain't right (laughs) okay but um I don't know and I wish that as women we would stop feeling that way you know what I mean like there are so many ways to be beautiful on social media and I think that each and every one of us have to just find that there's literally a reason that we post the pictures that we post like why do we post them like those girls might post that picture because their ass is out and they know that's going to get them likes. But when we just post pictures of our face, what is it that we see in ourselves when, for us to post that? I don't know. Personally, for me, I don't know. I love my smile. I love my dimples and I love my eyes now. You know, they speak. <laughs> and um, yeah, that that's what I post for. I think I, I think I have some very kind features if you look beyond them all being a little bigger, (laughs) but, um, I don't know, just social media is crazy. So Chloe, Chloe, Hallie, my girl, I love the girl, you know, she, she's amazing. So she's done, she done did the little silhouette looking challenge and the busset challenge and people was going crazy on sis and I feel them, but I don't, um, I feel them because it's this. And she knew when she did sexy shit like that, that that's that's a new image. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, everything that we post on social media, the way that we brand, it's literally branding yourself. So now what she's done is branded herself as a sex symbol. So what what is what is that? You know what I mean? Like, when you brand yourself as a sex symbol, you have now, in a sense, have put this sexiness onto yourself. So you have to live with that. For her to get on live and start crying and all of that was a bit much. Because before you make posts like that, you should definitely think about what you're doing. And that's just with any of us, regular day-to-day people, people like myself who are just starting to brand themselves and, and you know, trying to whatever you know like everything that I post everything that any of us post we need to definitely be looking at like okay if I post this I'm low-key like showing how sexy I am or how this or that I am so okay now when people say this I need to just embrace it and not talk shit about it you know cry about it I mean talk shit about it but cry about it so at the end of the day, she needs to be stronger and get some tougher skin. Because when you post that, I mean, sweetie, what did you think? Let's be real. Come on now. 
You don't live in a strange, different world. I know she had the shade room and everything else. She be peeping everything. And speaking of the shade room, y'all, Trey Songs and his, we, ain't, I ain't gonna talk about it. But <laughs> um, I just wish that she had tougher skin because if that's what she's gonna do now, that's how she wants to portray herself, and she wants to, you know, be sexy. Then she gonna have to live with that. I mean. And it's not, and the thing is, it's like nothing wrong with it. That's the thing. It's nothing wrong with it. But when you get and you cry about it, that's, that's what's crazy. You know, someone who she idolizes and someone who has taken her under her wing, Beyonce, a prime example, Beyonce, she is known to be a very sexy woman, the way that she moves, the way that she carries herself, all of this different, all of these different things, but we still respect her like a boss. And on top of that, she embraces it. She knows that it's something that she can do and she's selling an experience. So, I mean, Chloe, if you're going to do it, embrace it, baby, and sell an experience. But don't be crying about it. I mean, I, I'm not going to give my time and energy to that situation anymore. Um, yeah. So, but with that being said, <laughs> definitely, I think right now all of us as women we should really like love our bodies you know if you look at stuff like the busted challenge and all these type of things if you see women of all sizes and you'll see people are like oh my gosh i'm so happy you gained the confidence to do that but why shouldn't they have any woman should you know love the body that she's working with because at the end of the day if you ain't finna go get bbl or whatever it is out here in this world to get you gotta live with what you got I would love to have a bigger butt and a little bit of a flatter stomach. But unless I put in the work in the gym and in my eating habits and this, that, and the third, it's not going to happen. So I have to live with what I got and keep it pushing. <laughs> um, I was listening to the Black Girl podcast and, and something that they talked about that was very impactful. And I thought it was really an interesting conversation is they challenged each other to the question of when did they first feel attractive? And they all had some different um, times that they first felt, felt attractive. And I, and it, it's hard to think about, like, when do you, when was a moment or a time, the age that you really felt like you were pretty? And it's hard because for me, I can't put a pin on it, you know. Um, in my elementary school days, I did not feel cute. I was just the black girl, white people. So, you know, they ain't finna, you know. Um, middle school, I think I really started feeling prettier, but then I had some issues with my hair. Then that started making me feel ugly. And, um, I don't know, high school, I mean, high school, I thought I was okay, but I can also say sometimes, and I hate to talk about the situation cause I don't like to talk about people, but it's my life. It's my story. It's a part of who I am and a part of it has affected me when sometimes the people or person that you have around you can make you feel ugly, can make you feel like, well, girl, you don't need them or girl, you ain't even like in a sense of not trying to uplift you, but a sense of telling you like, you're not even enough for them or you're not this, that or the third, or just making you feel like, you know, like the mistakes that you've made or the person who you are right now is a mess or you are try like I'm, I can't say trifling because that was never me but you know like just like like when you don't have it all together that's not your no I didn't have it all together you know what I'm saying I wasn't the prettiest girl 
I was this still like I am today, this emotional being, you know, I wanted prom dates and I wanted, you know, high school love. I wanted all of that. And I mean, for a lot of people who didn't, but you know, at some points in time, I had definitely been put down by people around me. And that was real. And at the end of the day, I mean, I had to make the decision to, you know, forgive that, forgive them. Because as I got older and as I grew up and as it got closer and closer to getting up out of that school, I realized I am who I am and nobody can tell me any different. You know, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody, you know, can't be the baddest or whatever, but I don't know. (laughs) It's a crazy thing. So, I mean, the first time I can honestly, and this is sad to say that I really, really felt 100% attractive, confident in myself was in college. That's crazy. So until I was maybe 18 or 19 years old, and I feel like right now, I feel very attractive in a sense of, I'm not going to say attractive, but I feel very, I don't know. I don't have it all together. I'm not exactly where I want to be in life or anything like that. But I love who I am because I, I'm doing what I love. And that I remember a time before this, in those days of high school and things like that, that I would have never thought that I'd be doing this stuff. I would have never thought I had the confidence or, you know, have put in the time and the work and the effort to make anything that I wanted to do happen in those senses, you know, um, And to me, that's what makes me feel attractive. That's what makes me feel pretty. Um, I feel like I honestly had a moment this week in the radio station on campus and I felt like so good. And I feel so good when I go in there because that's my place of happiness. That's my space of feeling like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm beautiful. I'm worth it because that, that's just where I feel the best. So You know, that's why I do tell people that you have to do you and doing you is doing what you love and literally like doing things that you love to do, you like to do. And that makes you feel good inside. You know what I'm saying? And when you feel good on the inside, it reflects on the outside. So, you know, just think about that for real. When you think about your happiness and you think about feeling pretty and you think about this, that and the third is that you have to It starts somewhere. And that's a place to start by doing the things that you like and love. So period. Anyways, so these hotels by Jasmine Sullivan. Um, these hotels, they, they made me laugh and they also made me cry. And um, I, I mean, my favorite one is. Huh. <laughs> Sorry, it's, a, um, it's just funny to think about it, but it's the very last one. The very, very, very last tale, which is called Amanda's Tale. And um, that tale reflects so many women. And if you haven't listened or just to hear a thing, it's basically about how we use our pussies to speak when we know a man is not being loyal or we know that we ain't really what he want or he ain't, we aren't really, you know, like we don't really need him or, you know, we're not enough. Um you know, we use our bodies, we use our box <laughs> um, to just do so much. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, is that so many women have done this, but they don't talk about it. 
is that you give them a piece of you because at the end of the day, you know that they cannot have all, well, they're not giving you all of them or they don't want all of you. And, you know, it's a thing. It's, it's a true, 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 real thing. And so many women experience this of feeling like they're not enough. But hmm, if I sleep with him, at least he's, at least I know he's going to come back for something, you know, and that is crazy. And like the, the girl was saying, she's like, I, it, it's really sad. And it is sad. It is really, really sad. But we do it because we feel like she literally said we know that they're going to come back for that. I got something that's going to make you come back. It might not be, I might not be the girl that you want. I might not be anything. You might not want a girl, (laughs) but this, this box, this is going to make you come back. And it's sad that that's how it is, but that's the truth. And uh, it's, it's crazy. And, and the craziest part about it is that a man can make you that way. Some other guy, not in this equation of you giving your box out, can make you feel like that, can make you feel like you are not enough for a man. I do not want you. No man will ever want you. You are not enough. So then, in result, you are not going to give up on this idea of love, but you feel like you want someone. You need someone. You want someone in your corner. And you start having some type of connection with them and then you feel this they feel this need and desire for sex and then now you're sleeping with them and then that's all that you're giving to them and you're okay with that because you have someone with you you have someone that you might have a little bit of conversation with you know and you know that that's going to keep them coming back into your life and coming back into your presence because you're giving out the box that's a real life scenario and it's crazy but it's real and we have to get out of that. And I don't know how, but we definitely, um, we got to get out of that as women. We got to start knowing our worth and knowing that it might take a while. I hate to say it and I hate it because I hate thinking how long it could take. But it might take a while to get to being with someone who appreciates us and all aspects of who we are as a woman. But it's somebody out there for us. It is. We're going to have to wait. And then on the and, and then in the process of the waiting, you got to make sure that you're carrying it properly so that you're presenting yourself as a wife, as a girlfriend, whatever your next goal is, so that they can see you in that light. But see, and I saw this thing on Instagram, Twitter, both Facebook. I don't even know. And the guy said the right thing. He said, y'all are on the carousel of cock. <laughs> Um, and all this type of stuff in your 20s right so we as women right you hear so many women talking about living our best life going out here he was talking about going to the dr like all this stuff you know and like he was so real we see our 20s as a time to just go crazy but in the idea when at the end of the day you still want a husband you still want you're looking for this man you still have to carry it like you're a wife, a girlfriend, like you're someone who's loyal, someone who can be committed, somebody who looks like, you know, so it's it's a crazy thought, but it's the truth. 
we're definitely as women are allowed to have our fun allowed to have a good time but at the end of the day you need to throw your morals back in which you post on social media put your morals into how you act when you out and all the type of stuff because that's what men are looking at those are the ways that you meet men in 2021 um so we need to start acting like that's the way that you meet men so if you are acting crazy you're wearing your ass out you're going everywhere shaking your ass looking crazy that's what you're gonna attract men that want to do that not men that want to cuff you so the guy was making complete sense because he was basically saying like not saying that you can't go have your fun you can't live your best life but make sure in the part in the process of living your best life that you're living your purpose if one of your purposes in life is to go out here and be somebody's wife then you need to live your life as if you could be a wife and it makes perfect sense and at the end of the day, he's not saying not live your best life, not have fun, not go on trips, not be with your friends. But when you're out with them, don't change who you are because of the people that you're around. And also be you. I mean, you know, like be you. So whew, that that last tale brings out so, so much. So um, hmm, the first one, the first tale really, it really says something to me um Antoinette's tell she talked about how we basically mess up by telling these men that quote the pussy is theirs um and how men can't handle us being the same beings as them so this just throw out what I just said about the other tale we gonna go to something different with this one um <laughs> so men can't handle us being the same beings as they are they cannot see the thing is at the end of the day with men and that last one kind of has all to do with men, but it makes sense is that we <laughs> women want to be free beings a lot. Men are truly free beings. And in the world is like, okay with that. That's acceptable. That's fine. Do you baby, you know, like go out there, do whatever you want to do as a man. You can do that because you're a guy. Now, when it comes down to females, we are put in this box of we need to be on our P's and Q's. We need to do this and do that. The flip of what I was just saying before is that men need to do the same thing. So men want to look for a wife. They don't need to be out here on the on the pussy merry-go-round or anything. They need to be out here presenting themselves as husbands in these streets and on social media and everywhere else. They go at their job, whatever, whatever, in order to prepare themselves to be a husband. Because at the end of the day, a lot of them want to be husbands. They don't want to be out here hoeing or doing whatever they want to do. They want to be husbands. The same way that at the end of the day, we want to be wives, but we still want to have our fun. They want to be husbands, but in their mind, they think that it's okay to just go out here and do all that they do. So then on the flip of that, when we go out here and do what we want to do, they can't handle that. And that's why we're putting this thing of the last tale I was talking about with, we have to keep presenting ourselves in this beautiful light of being, you know, not perfect, but preparing ourselves. But it's crazy. Men cannot handle a woman who is doing her bossing up and, a, and it's crazy and it, it's not proper for us to think of a woman who's so well into her job and she's out here sleeping with a different guy every now and then is that what we consider a boss like why do we have this images in our head as women that that's a boss y'all ever think about that like that's what we idolize and when you see a lot of tv and it's black women like with these jobs and all the type of stuff in an idea of this boss thing it's usually a black woman who is single who is sleeping with a man every 
now and then or something like that and we've seen it being mary jane i've seen taraji p henson play this role before all these different types of things i i know that gabrielle union plays being mary jane it was like two separate thoughts but when i ran it back in my head i was like let me clear that up <laughs> um but men cannot handle us being those beings they cannot because when we do it we are hoes we are thoughts we are nasty we are freaks we are this that and the third but when they do it they're just being a guy and at the end of the day it's why are we not on the same playing field not saying that and i don't know that that that's that's a conversation and that's something that i would like to have a conversation with a man about on the show like why is it that way what why are y'all so invested in what we're doing as women and why can't you now and i'll be real now i've had a conversation with one guy before and i definitely want to bring him on the show and we had a conversation and he said that when a woman is single he's not judging her she's single she can do what she wants now i've never heard that perspective before because you meet so many other men who are like hold up now i don't care if she you know basically like i don't care if she's single or not she needs to be not out here doing this that or the third now he's on the other hand like well if you're single you know then you can do what you want so i don't know y'all men are weird y'all got too much going on (laughs) i mean that like y'all be having too much going on for me um the second tale was Ari's tale, Ari Lennox. And um she she she's she's crazy and I love her. And she talked about um basically the sex is so good that we stay in messy situations. You know what I mean? Like sex is that good that we stay in some very fucked up, messed up situations because the ping ping is that good. You know what I'm saying? Like but it's real, you know, that, that tale and everything that she said within it is real. Women do that all the time. Stay in a situation because the sex is that good and it's a bad situation. Now, I don't know who she's talking about in her tale, okay? But you see women all the time, women who stay with married men, women who stay with, you know, all types of men because the sex is that good. And then at the end of the day, you're in a very bad mental place. You know, and sometimes a physical, a physical space and you pregnant and all types, you just don't know, you know, but we got to stop doing that. Penis is not that damn good to be out here ruining our damn lives and everything that we got going for ourselves for no man. And that's all I got to say about that one, period. Um, The fourth tale. The fourth tale was about a lady. <laughs> I said a lady. Uh, but for real, um one of the fourth one no 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 we on the third one y'all please somebody help me <laughs> the third one it was about how we all trick and hoe <laughs> and i believe that was donna's tale and that is true that is true that is true is that i mean like does anybody else feel like that's real that we all trick and hoe to get the shit that we want? I mean, she was talking about how as women, when we are married, when we are whatever, we are as I'll go to the married part that you you you're tricking. You're sleeping with your man in a sense to get what you want. Well, what can I do for you? You know, she was saying, like, what can I do for you, daddy, to, you know, you know, to get whatever it is that you want and that's real like if you really look at it a lot of the times and at the end of the day i mean we are tricking in a sense right because we are 
looking for something in return for the sex that we give. And you got men out here that's willing to do it, right? You do. You have men out here because they're enjoying the sex that you give, the vibe, the energy that you give. They are buying you in a sense. They're buying you stuff. They're paying your rent. You know, that's the the whole act of sugar daddies and you know, men who got side holes who are paying for another, for a woman's lifestyle. We tricking. And that's real. <laughs> I believe that's real to me. You know, the fourth one. Um, the fourth one, it was crazy. It was about a, a, a woman and she was basically talking about she dated this woman and then she slept with her best friend. Like this woman, like the woman that was talking slept with her. She, they got engaged and she slept with her fiance's best friend. Um, that's nasty. But she was also at the end of the day talking about how hurt she was. And I think that that takes us to men. Men will do you wrong. And then they're talking about how they're so hurt, you know, and, and that they play the victim. But I mean, that's all of us, right? If you think about it, then women do it, men do it, everybody does it. We do some hurting, we do some damage, and and then we are sick. We are sad. We are in a bad space, in a bad mental space. It's, It's crazy. But why are we like that? When you have messed up, I think at the end of the day, we all have to realize we messed up and people are, are, don't owe us anything. When you mess up, no one owes you anything. You may have given your apology, this, that, and the third, but that's it. Nobody owes you anything after that. They don't owe you a space back in their heart, nothing. And that's all I want to (laughs) say. Um, the fifth one, it was a challenge to think about, do you really like a man with money? And why do we like niggas with money? You know, and just for, just if a man is listening, cause I can answer this one just for a man that is listening or a woman who doesn't understand it. And this is that when, and I've talked about it before, when you live a certain lifestyle, as a woman, any age group, whatever lifestyle you feel like is a certain lifestyle and you like what you like, you don't want anybody who can't do the same. So you don't want somebody who doesn't, not necessarily like exactly what you like, but someone who can't afford what you like. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want that. That puts you in a, in a very strange situation. It puts you in. And it, it makes sense. If this is the amount of money that I make or this is how much money I can spend or I can afford or whatever, you need to match that. And that's not a woman being um, a hoe. That's not a woman trying to get you for your money, a gold digger, none of that at all. It's just like when you're with someone, you want to be able to be there with them. You know, like we want to be able to do the same things. You know, if I can afford to go on a very, very nice or a vacation twice out of the year or something, then that's the level that you need to be on. You know, if I like to go on small trips out of town every month or something, like just in general, if the food places, if I don't like to go to McDonald's and I like to go to Chipotle or something, and then... You need to be able to afford that. 
And, and that's real at the end of the day because money money fixes a lot of situations and money makes a lot of situations so money is the root to so many people's problems like a lot of people are not in relationships because of money so if you just work on that then you'd be straight like if that makes sense but that's why and then so many women i think one thing that men miss out on is that women are just as money hungry as men Men, and you hear so many men come and talk about, oh, I didn't have this growing up, this, this, that, and the third. But women are in the same situations. Just because we are not a man and we didn't see, and okay, we are not a man who saw the man of their household not do nothing or saw a a man that was supposed to be the man of the household not there, doesn't mean we didn't experience the same thing, but just from a woman's perspective. And I mean, I can say that, like, you know, just from some of the challenges I saw my mom face, and I'll say it, like, I never had to want for anything as a child or whatever. But um, just from the challenges that I saw my mom face, just as a woman having to foot the bills and things like that, I never, I said, I, I, said, I don't want to be that. that. That's not what I want. But I do want to make sure that because God, you know, you never know what happens if I am in that situation. Or if I do live my life and, I, and I'm by myself for quite some time, that I'll be good. You know what I'm saying? Every woman's dream is not to be a wife or to be whatever. Like, we have to make sure that we are financially stable. So, so scratch it about being a wife. But at the end of the day, we want to be financially stable. So, we want, if we want somebody in our life, we want you to have that same financial stability, if that makes sense. Why would I want somebody who can't do for me? Not saying that I couldn't do for myself, but why would I want somebody who can't? live that eye-to-eye lifestyle I'm talking about with me when I know that there's some man out there that will and that's just facts and she said that in the tale like why would I want somebody who ain't doing nothing for me pretty much when I know it's some other nigga out there that will that's facts that's big facts and you know no woman should be should be mad or sad or confused or frustrated for one of the men that got some money because is is nothing wrong with that at all (laughs) and any woman out there that's listening i'm not telling you how to think or how to feel but you should want the same thing you should want somebody who can pay your bills someone who should be able to do a little something something for you every now and then that's what you should want and i think at the end of the day god is really just like holding out on me for this man that I want because he's building all of that for me you know he's knowing that you know Courtney this you have a type and he's not he's not in your (laughs) Bob act like for real but I know that he knows that I have a type and that I have not officially formally met any man I have met one um but he was my type but I don't want him um type of situation um could not want him um but that was my type, my kind of man when it came down to the, some of the things that I talk about um, on this podcast. And yeah, he's just holding out because he's formulating somebody for me that is, you know, going to have everything that I'm looking for. And I'm just going to stick to believing that, you know, that that brings positivity, that brings light, that brings, you know, a smile to my face to think that there's somebody out there that that's got it going on like I'm wanting you know 
because I don't think that guy's in a at a college right now period <laughs> I don't think he's at a college I don't know I don't know where this man is at but I know he ain't nowhere that I've been okay period so I don't know at the end of the day if you haven't listened to Jasmine Sullivan's Hotels the album it's amazing not only are the tells good but the music is even better and it correlates so it goes tell song tell song and um it's important like and it's an album that I listen to because every time I listen to their stories I develop a new sense of it I develop a new opinion about it you know what I'm saying so I definitely encourage you all to go and take a listen to the whole album it's it it goes crazy it's amazing and it's one of those albums that honestly has all different types of songs on there but it's a good album to sit down and listen to on your free time or while you're like cleaning or something sometime when you're by yourself and you can really dissect it um you know and it's one of those albums where you can't judge the artist you can't judge what she's saying you have to think about it because it's real it's one of the realest albums I have ever heard because every song on there is truly a mindset of all different types of women and those tales were tales of all different types of women so it became relatable for times that you can't understand why does this girl think like this not me personally but you know like some woman that you know like why she think like this like why does she be wanting this from a man or why does she stay in this situation it really helps you understand exactly what that mental process is like or why did this you know like even with the girl that was talking you know that was engaged to the woman like you could even translate that to a man like why like did this guy like did he feel any type of way after the situation that he feel bad and you can hear like he might have <laughs> you know so it's just one of those type of albums but honestly with this whole episode I just want to leave you to make you feel like empowered you know to feel like you know this is your time to do everything that you need to do to be the best you that you can be I talk about the growing goaling and um glowing I want y'all to do all of that did I say it right? Growing, going, and glowing. <laughs> oh my gosh, lordy! But I just want you guys to to be great. You know, every woman listener that I have out here, make sure that you are on your shit as much as you can be on it. You know, um, even like this is like personal to me. I have not worked in a long time, right? So, um, cause I know it's a lot of people out there, some people not working right now, all types of stuff, but what can you do to, um, put something into your crap? Like what you really, really want to do with your life? Like, what can you do? Like for me, like I wanted to, I love radio. I love talking. I love, you know, connecting with people. I love like public speaking. I love just talking, hosting stuff. So that's why when I put all that together, I said, oh let's do a podcast you know what I'm saying or continue a podcast I had started in class really um and with the guidance of my professor who initiated it and also someone I like to consider a mentor you know I was able to go ahead and start this and get it going and it's become a job like doing this is not just like oh here it is you know you have to come up with content you have to make sure you know the the image for it is good your social media is good making sure your podcast is reaching all types of people so it's a lot of work to do this and so maybe it's something that you want to do with your 
with your craft or with your career or whatever it is that you want to do at the end of the day, whatever your end goal is, work on that. You know, if you're not in a place right now where, you know, you're not working like myself, try to find ways to work on, you know, some stuff. Some stuff that you want to do, like whatever it is. I can't even think of anything. If you out here, you want to get into culinary, you want to bake stuff, bake it, sell it, find the ways to do it. You like jewelry, make jewelry. You like fashion, become like a virtual assistant or like a virtual um, stylist or something. You know, if you like YouTube, start your own YouTube channel. Your life might be interesting to somebody out there. It might resonate to somebody with somebody, all of that. You know, if you like video games, try to make a YouTube channel. I don't know anymore. There's so many things out there that you can like do stuff in inexpensive ways. If you like photography, go out here and take some people's pictures. You like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm not there. <laughs> if you think that you can brand somebody, try to brand somebody that you see on social media. Like you see what they're trying to do, but you think that you can help them do better. You know, like whatever you like is something out there right now. That, in, that can be almost in an almost free way to help others and, you know, to maybe even put some money in your pocket. Make Try to make money off of something, you know, y'all, for real. But I don't want to take up too much of y'all time. I really, really appreciate you all listening to this episode. And I hope that you really, truly enjoyed it. Um, I really enjoyed creating this one for real because... It was relatable topics and stuff. So um, I appreciate it. Don't forget to follow the Young Everyday Black Woman Instagram page at Young Everyday B-W-P-O-D. So Young Everyday Black Woman Pod um, on IG. Follow me on IG at This Is Courtney Hancock. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at CourtCourtH2O. And you guys, I really, really appreciate all of you. And y'all support is crazy. Um, Have a good Black History Month. Have a good Valentine's Day, and I can't wait to be back with you guys on February the 21st, the day after my birthday. So enjoy.